Lord, we just, uh, I know you can intervene. I know you're fixing to do something great in this country. We can't see it now, but God, I know you're in control. Bless us tonight now as we study thy word together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much. Get your Bibles, please, and turn to Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2. I want to begin to read, please. I just I just want to skip over a few things, and then I'll get on down to where I want to go. But let's begin to read in verse 1. Then 14 years after I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas and took Titus with me also. The thing that I want you to see out of that first verse, uh, the Bible has a lot to say about not... Uh, using a novice, a beginner, as a pastor or a preacher, uh, that you need to, to learn some things before you're over people. And if you'll notice, Paul got saved, but he went in the backside of Africa, a backside of the desert. If you'll study his life story, you'll find that he stayed 14 years there studying the Word of God. And then when he come out, he was ready to be used of God. He knew what he was talking about. And then as you go on down, go to verse 15 with me. We who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ, and not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. But if while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners. Is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For I through the law am dead to the law, that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. For the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Pray with me, please. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll help us to understand how we're saved and the miracle of it all. And then, Lord, how we're to stay true to the fact that we're justified by faith and not to get people confused when we're witnessing to them. Bless us now, we do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I, uh, the, the thing that got me started on this subject was talking to my brother and his son-in-law passed away and, and they're a different denomination and he said well at least he was baptized and uh, I wanted to say but it just wasn't the correct time to talk about it but boy I'm glad I got better solid ground than that amen 
And I, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, period. Now, I want to show you something that's taught from these scriptures, uh, beginning in verse 15 on down to Galatians chapter 2. Two very important things are taught here. One is the doctrine of justification by faith or the true way of salvation. Secondly, what it means to be a Christian and his testimony to the unsaved to be inconsistent. Now, first of all, I want to take the true salvation. The Apostle Paul begins to show these Galatians that the way of salvation is not by the works of the law, but it's a different way altogether. And verse 15 to 16, we being Jews by nature and not sinners from among the Gentiles. Paul is saying here, these Jews had some advantage over the Gentiles. Now, what makes them different is that the Jewish nation was handed down the oracles of God. In other words, they had, they possessed the Word of God. No other nation on the earth at that time possessed the Word of God like the Jewish nation. So the Jewish nation had advantage. And that's what he's trying to say here. Yet they, uh, they too, even Paul and Peter and all the other Jews were obligated to renounce their trust in Judaism and find their justification by faith in Christ. In Romans chapter 1 and chapter 2 is given over to this fact that there's no respect for a person but God. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what denomination you are. Uh, there's no respecter of a, a person with God. For all the world is found guilty before God. We're all sinners. We need to be saved by the same God. There's not a half a dozen gods. There's not a half a dozen ways to be saved. There's only one. Galatians 2 and verse 16 said, Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, uh, but by the faith of Christ Jesus. He even goes down, and if you'll study on down, <clears throat> and look at chapter 3, verse 6. Even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now, Abraham is a father of all those uh, Jewish back then, and Abraham, they looked to Abraham for everything. And, the, and Paul is saying here, even the one that you look to, Abraham, your father in the faith, uh, believed God, and that's what counted him for salvation or righteousness. Now, what we need to know first of all is, is what is the nature of justification. Now remember some justification simply means you can put it in two ways. And when you get saved, you're just as just as Jesus is just. <clears throat> in other words, when you accept Christ as your Savior, you're just as saved as you ever will be, as Jesus is saved. Now that's not blasphemy. I want to show you something. When, when you get saved, God immerses you in the body of Christ. We're in Him. I'm safe in Him. Amen? But you can put it on the other hand. Justification simply means just as though you'd never sinned. Remember something. You're not going to heaven with any sin on you. If you have any sin whatsoever in you, you ain't going to heaven. So somebody has to take it off of you. Greater than you are. And so Jesus is that greater. He is God in the flesh. 
And so justification, first of all, means to declare a person to be just or just as though he's never sinned. It does not mean either to pardon or to make just. Proverbs 17 and verse 15. <clears throat> he that justifies the wicked and he that condemneth the just, even they both are admonitions uh, to the Lord. Now, Deuteronomy 25 verse 1. If there be a controversy between men and they come into judgment that the judge may judge them, then they shall justify the righteous and condemn the wicked. Now, Romans chapter 5 verse 16. The judgment was by one to condemnation, that's Adam, but the free gift is of many offenses under justification of life. Now, in other words, Jesus came in this world and he gives a free gift of salvation to many, anyone that believes on him. Justification includes more than pardon. And number one, to pardon is to waive the execution of the penal sections of the law. To justify is to declare that the demands of the law are satisfied, not waived. To justify is to declare that the demands of the law are satisfied. Now, pardon is a sovereign act. Justification is a judicial act. To pardon is remission, <coughs> is remission of penalty. In the absence of sanctification, it is not an act of justice. But justification proceeds on the grounds of a satisfaction. One of the remissions of punishment. The other is a declaration that there is no ground for infliction of punishment. Let me show you what I'm talking about. The Bible said that we got an adversary, the devil, that goes before the throne of God every day, accusing the brother. Every day. You make a mistake, see? See? I told you he wouldn't say, see? See what he just done? And he accuses you every day before the throne of God. But I am justified, and there's one that justified me, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. I am declared justice, just as though I'd never sinned before God. Why? Because Jesus made me that way. Now, Romans 4, verse 6. <clears throat> Even as David also describeth the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works. Now, to impute righteousness is to justify. To pardon a man is not to count him righteous. He is still guilty, but he's let off. The Bible does not say no flesh shall be pardoned by the works of the law. Justification means both pardon and acceptance with God. Justification includes a title of eternal life. Uh, Titus 3, verse 8, uh, 3, verse through 7 is called the justification of life. The true grace of God in which we stand is this. God does more than pardon our sins. God imputes righteousness without works. When I first got saved, I wanted to go out and witness to people and, then, and I'd see somebody smoking. i said, you ought not do that. If you're going to be a Christian, you ought not curse, you ought not, and I'd tell them all the things they ought not to do. Trying to lead people to Christ. I didn't know any better. And I was just trying my best to get them to straighten up and get saved. No, 
You don't get saved that way. You get saved, then you get straightened up. God does the work on the inside, not on the outside. He doesn't straighten you up to save you. He saves you to straighten you up. And it's just that simple. Christ has made the righteousness of God to us. We are accepted in the Beloved. <clears throat> Suppose I went to uh, Heaven's door right now, and I wish I could go to Heaven's door right now, and I say to God, why should, uh, God said, why let me in? Well, I don't smoke, and I don't drink. I go to church every Sunday. I read my Bible. I pray. I, I tithe. I, I, I'm a member of a Baptist church, and they preach, you know, and I'm good to everybody I can be. And God would say, you don't belong here. It's just that simple. If that's the only way you're coming in, you ain't getting in here. But if I go there and I say to uh, God, why shall I let you in the I Because I have Jesus' shed blood upon my sins. Then the Lord's going to say, welcome home. Why? Because it's Jesus that justified me. It's Jesus is the one that made me eligible to go to heaven. <clears throat> that's why that I do, everybody comes up to me and say, Preacher, what denomination is right? There's so many denominations. And and it sounds so some of them sound so good. I mean they'll take the Bible and by the way, all uh, different denominations that's wrong still uses parts of the Word of God. Every one of them. And so if everybody's going to use the Word of God and they carry a Bible around under the arm, how are you going to know which is right? How are you going to know how, if, if you get saved, which way you get saved? Here's how you determine it. If anybody says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and you have to get baptized to go to heaven. No, you don't. The thief on the cross didn't get baptized. And Jesus said, this day shall I be with me in paradise. So that's not true. Now you should get baptized after you get saved. God gave us a commandment to do that. That had nothing to do with your salvation. It has to do with obedience. And you can take that to every denomination. <clears throat> the, the true Baptist, which we try our best to stick to the Word of God as true Baptist, the Baptist doctrine teaches we're saved by the grace of God through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and that alone. You don't add to it, and you don't take from it. That's the only thing that will take you to heaven. All other things is for good works to show men on the face of the earth that you're saved by God's grace after you're saved. And so, uh, how you know? You look at the Catholic, you, you talk to them. I had one person even ask me, well, a Catholic person one time, Preacher, I believe in Jesus. And they do. They believe in Jesus. But what do you believe about them? Is what, about Him is what makes a difference. Do you believe that He's the only one that can take you to heaven? No, I, I pray through Mary and Mary gets in touch with Jesus and then Jesus gets in touch with God and he gets it okay back through Jesus and back through Mary. And if I've done the best I can, I'll go to purgatory and pay for my sin, burn them off, and then I'll go on to heaven. Now that's your doctrine. Now, they might not tell you that, but in their doctrine, because I've studied it, that's their doctrine that they preach and teach because money's involved in every step that you take. And so uh, they teach that. No, it's wrong then. It's Jesus Christ, period. 
and you can take it to Jehovah's Witness, you can take it to the Church of Christ, you can take it to the Church of God. It's not believe on your Lord Jesus Christ and speak in an unknown tongue or have a feeling. Some people don't have any feeling it would look like when they get saved, they just come forward, accept Christ, or in their seat, just accept Christ, and they're saved just the same way as someday somebody come down here and cry their eyes out and scream and holler, everything else about their sin, don't make no difference. They both got saved the same way if they trusted Christ. Now, so it's not by works. Now, this is very important. The pardon and acceptance are never separated. All who are pardoned are justified. And all who are justified are pardoned. The ground of justification is found in verse 16. Watch it. Knowing, isn't that good? Every time I read that word in the Word of God, I, I, I get goosebumps on me. I'm so glad I can know I'm saved. I mean... I mean, I, it don't worry me one bit. I can go home right now and lay my head down or get in my chair and go to sleep. If I die in that chair or in my bed, nah, I don't care. I'm going to have many. Amen? I know it. And it says here, uh, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ, and not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. I want to ask you something. You ever seen Christ? I haven't. Uh, has He ever talked to you out of heaven? No. You might have had a nightmare, but you, He ain't talked to you out of heaven. And it's just that simple. The Word of God, though, I have seen Jesus in the Word of God, and I have faith by the Word. This is God's Word, and God said it, and I just believe it. That's it. That's faith. And it's just as simple as that. Now, the opposition between works and faith, the Word of God makes it plain over and over again. <clears throat> Philippians 3, nine. listen to this. We're not justified by our own righteousness, which is in the which is of the law. Now, anybody that will look around any neighborhood that you want to, you'll realize that there are some good people in this world. And they some bad people in this world. Amen? I mean, you, you just go around your neighborhood, go anywhere you want to, and you'll find out there's good people and there's bad people. And you look at people, and I've had this say at many a funeral I've had, if my mama, if anybody deserves to go to heaven, my mama does. By how good she was. And they'll tell me all the good things she done. And I look at them and I said, because most of the time I've had the opportunity to lead them to Christ. I said, that's good that she was good, but I don't depend on that. I depend on the day that she asked the Lord to save her. Amen. I thank God she was a good person, or he was a good person. But notice what it said. We're not just as though we'd never sinned, justified by our own righteousness. Uh, man, uh, I, I try my best to do some right things every once in a while, but praise God I don't depend on them to take me to heaven. Now, the law of God demands perfect obedience. Perfection. The Bible says nobody had ever been perfect. 
Not one. No, not one. Only Jesus Christ because He's God. Amen? So, when the Bible said we're not justified by our own righteousness, which is by the law, and in the law you go and study, it demands thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. It demands perfect obedience. And the Bible said if you break it, the, the law in one iota, you broke it all. Somebody said, I've never raped anybody. I've never stole. Uh, Valentine said, have you ever told a lie? And see, there's always something that you have done in your life that you know was wrong. That makes us a sinner. Doesn't mean we're terrible about things. Just means we're all in the same boat. Now, if we are justified by works, then Christ is dead in vain. Why should Christ die then? Now look at verse 21 with me. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Do you know what grace is? It's unmerited favor. I don't deserve it. Ain't a human being on the face of this earth deserve Jesus dying for you. For if righteousness cometh by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. If I could go to heaven and I'd say, you got to let me in because I'm good. I've done some good things. Then why did Jesus die? No reason. If I can get in any other way. Now, notice something else. If we could be justified by keeping the law, then our salvation would not be of grace, but we would be in debt. Romans 11 and verse 6 makes this very plain. If by works, then we could boast of our salvation. Romans 3.27 Where is boasting then? Is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. In other words, I can't go around and and I I don't cuss, I don't drink, I don't I don't do anything. I, I I do my best to be as good as I can be, and I'm just a greatest guy. And I can't go around boasting about that. There ain't no way I can do that because the Bible says if you do, then the Bible says that's excluded. You know what it means? Done away with. You can't boast how good you are by what law if you're going to boast. Are you going to boast about the law? Well, if I've done everything but I broke one, I broke them all. Nay, but by the law of faith. You know the only place you can boast of? I'm saved by the grace of God. Amen? That's the only place you can boast. I can go around and tell anybody I meet. I might used to be something and bad and cuss and raise sin and fight and carry on like somebody crazy, but by the grace of God I ain't what I used to be. And not by my works, but by my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. He's working on the inside. You ever heard that old song? I'm just a piece of coal and God's working on me to make me a diamond. <laughs> that ain't the way it goes, but it sounds pretty good. But <laughs> That's the truth, isn't it? Let's pray. Father, go with us on our way home. We do pray for Ron and, and uh, Priscilla and Ronnie. But, uh, just just every one, Lord, that we've called out tonight. That we can't even remember all of them. It's ill. And, and uh, Leona Jones, Lord, I ask you to bless her family. Be with her and my brother and, and his people out there, Lord. There's just so many. 
They need your hand upon their lives right now. And we ask you to do so. Bless us now as we go on our way. Watch over and keep us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much.